0: Gotta be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn UN. You're taking your right to self defense. They say you're safer, but they don't make sense. Dangerous ones will not turn in their guns. All the unions always ask people. All we buy is made on foreign shores Come a day when there'll be real hell to pay I've got to be free The way God made men And I won't be ruled by the damn.
1: Damn you, when. Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. But you as always, I'm your ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you from historic Roane County, Tennessee, and so very glad to have you here. Thank you for taking a little bit of your time and listening in as we delve into some of these stories. Uh, I got a few things that are hot topics in the news and a few things that are probably lesser known that you probably ought to know about. So we're going to jump right in. Uh, but I guess technically before we jump right in, we're going to talk a little bit about, well, an important question. question that I have to, to ask each and every one of you when things go sideways. <laughs> and in case you haven't noticed, it's looking like they're they're going pretty sideways right now. But when they do, will you be prepared? Does everyone that you know and love and care about, will they be prepared? Because you know it's not just about you anymore. You need to make sure that the people you care about are also going to be prepared. Right now, you would be smart To be concerned about the fact that you might have to go a long time without electricity. You might have to go a while without being able to go to the grocery store and, and stock back up on food. Meaning that you're going to have to need to be stocked up with survival preparedness food. That's why I keep trying to introduce you guys to ForPatriots.com. You need to check them out if you haven't already. And if you have already, then you're probably already well on your way to setting yourself up. But you need to share the word too. And share the word in a way that is going to help support the show. If you don't mind, send these folks to ForPatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Because that, it does let them know I sent you, but it also will start them off on the page where at it, it, this week's deals, right? I mean, that's a good place to start. You can still shop the rest of the site, get everything you need, but you start with this week's deals. That's phenomenal. No matter how you look at it, it's smart right now to get the preparedness products that you can use now and that could save your life later. The idea of picking up a uh, Power Patriot Generator 2000X that uses the endless free power of the sun to keep your lights turned on, to keep your TV going as long as you can receive a signal, to keep that extremely important medical equipment operational. Even run your refrigerator if that's what you needed to do. And because it doesn't run on gas, you can run it inside. Nobody even has to know you have it. It's not going to make a lot of sound. It's not going to draw unwanted attention. And it's not going to run the risk of... Carbon monoxide poisoning because it's not running on gas. You're good to go all the way around. It's expandable. It comes with a free solar panel. What else could you ask for in this situation? Well, Tim, you know, the sun's not always shining. No, and it's not a situation where you can only use solar power to charge these generators either. But they're available, and if you go a long time, that solar option is going to come in really handy. Or, you know, we talked about food just a minute ago. Maybe you just want to pick up one of the Four Patriots' best-selling survival food kits. Delicious tasting, designed to last up to 25 years. They even have kits with real meat, with great, fantastic desserts. And if the power is out and you didn't have your... Patriot Power Generator 2000X ready on standby and charged? Well, still no worries. Just boil some water over a fire. Simmer the food, serve it. You'll enjoy a hot meal, and you'll stay safe in a crisis. Smart people are visiting poor Patriots all the time. Over 2 million customers have trusted them to this point. You might even have seen them on TV at this point in time or two. Regardless, I've had the folks at 4Patriots set up that special page just for listeners who tap into the truth. That's where you get to see this week's discounts and deals before they go away. That, again, is fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go there. Hurry. The deals won't last super long. Save more. Get peace of mind now by going to the number four. So remember, just you're typing in the number four. Boop, hit the number button there for patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and get to some of these topics. Uh, First and foremost, it seems like the hot-button issue over the weekend has to do with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Finally got news today. See, we we found out over the weekend that he was MIA, that, that he wasn't, at his job. And it seems strange timing, considering the fact that we've got stuff going on in Ukraine that Biden seems dead set on getting us involved with at new and different levels every time. We've got issues going on with our ally Israel, and now Hezbollah threatening to try to Create further issues, and we're not being strong enough there. And it seems like a good time for the defense secretary to really nudge Biden in the right direction and stop letting him play politics and re election politics with a small, very tiny, but extremely loud minority of their uh, party, and probably doesn't even make up a numerically significant part of the voting base. Because these are folks that typically support Democrats, but don't actually show up to vote ordinarily. But they're demanding a ceasefire now kind of deal. So it would be a good time for Lloyd Austin to be present and say, hey, Joe, no, uh, it's time for you to stand up like Bill Clinton did. And and take on head on those voices that are talking essentially nonsense that to have that sister soldier moment that probably is the reason why Bill Clinton became a president in the United States in the first place. Because he looked at an extremist, he he called them out as being extremists and not being what the party should be about. Now, Biden can't do that, clearly. Uh, Biden has bought into the the DEI and all this, I I can't win without the black vote. and The black vote won't support me if I don't uh, at least pretend to to hate Jews or, or some nonsense like that. At least that seems to be the calculus. But Lloyd Austin's job is to protect Americans. You know, we've got this thing going on in the Red Sea where the Houthis are being allowed to run roughshod. And, you know, we saw the whole thing. It made big news when we're having to face off with the fact that evidently he was hospitalized and supposedly nobody in the White House knew. And he was passing along some of the responsibilities to his second in command Only she was on vacation in Puerto Rico, and they didn't tell her the specifics of the fact that he was actually going to be out of commission, that he was going to be in ICU. That she needed to, like, come on back and do the full thing. And since they didn't tell her, oh, we're going to temporarily need you to take over some of the additional, didn't say you're taking complete charge. They didn't tell her the truth. Now, this is dereliction of duty, and this is a cover-up, and it became obvious today what was actually being covered up, because he didn't want anybody to know. Uh, He was claiming it had been an elective surgery. Well, today, uh, today, of course, being uh, January the 9th, news broke in the afternoon of exactly what Lloyd Austin had been treated for. He was treated in late December for prostate cancer. And then he was hospitalized at the start of this month with complications from a urinary tract infection. Evidently, the infection got pretty bad. Now, the prognosis is good, and that's good. Uh, I don't agree with very many of the policies that Lloyd Austin pushes forward, but obviously when it comes to somebody's health, something like that, uh, you know, I hope nothing but the best. You know, we're going to throw up a prayer for him uh, after the show. We'll continue to do that. But the prognosis, in his case, seems to be pretty good. His health status, of course, has come under uh, some pretty intense scrutiny after the news broke that he had been hospitalized, and evidently nobody let Joe Biden know. Technically, it is impossible for somebody that's in the top ten of the secession to become president in the event of an emergency that nobody knows where they're at, but just not telling Joe Biden seems like a pretty big deal. And it does seem like a dereliction of duty to have not stepped aside and allowed somebody to actually do the job and let everybody know what was going on. So there's talk about possibly removing him and, you know, His little statement about taking full responsibility, assuming full responsibility in this picture, given the dereliction of duty that occurred, would have been resigning. So, no, Lloyd Austin did not accept full responsibility for Happened Should have been competent and mature. He's got a serious health issue going on. Okay, and like I said, hope nothing but the best for him as far as the recovery is concerned could have, based on everything that has been reported to this point now that the truth, that the facts are coming out, sounds as if he can work his way through this, if he had actually followed protocol and done this the way he's supposed to. That's the issue here. He should have followed protocol. He should have done his job the way it's supposed to supposed to be done, which includes protocols in place for when you have a health issue. He just didn't do it. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. All right. Uh, another story that uh, it's kind of got a few folks hot, and I think rightfully so. Uh, New York City, once again, uh, puts their emphasis of who's important uh in the wrong priority levels. City officials in New York City evacuating around 2,000 illegal migrants from their little tent shelters set up on an airfield. They moved them out because of high winds because of this major storm system that's blowing through the country affecting 40 of our 50 states. They moved them out of their little tent shelters and moved them into a high school gym. Now If you had nothing else going on, you know, like school being present, that would be an easy solution and it would make sense. But you're now interfering with what is occurring at that school. These illegal migrants being transported from Brooklyn's Floyd Bennett Field to James Madison High School as the city braces for a major storm that is expected to produce a lot of rain and wind gusts up to 70 miles per hour. Now, yeah, they needed to get them somewhere. School gym, not the best choice. Students were dismissed early, unnecessarily, all because they were preparing the school for the illegal migrants. And now classes, at least for the next day or two, Are going to be remote. Now we've seen how well that works. Oh remote learning. It's fantastic. Does a great job doesn't it. Blah 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 blah. Anyway like I said. They prioritize the eagle eagle migrants. Fail to prioritize the education of students. But then again. It probably works out better for the students. Because. New York public schools—it's more indoctrination than education, isn't it? All right, now here's a major story that again is kind of being ignored by mainstream legacy media. Tens of thousands of Chinese nationals have been stopped. These are not counting gotaways, okay? Tens of Thousands of Chinese nationals have been stopped by law enforcement after crossing over the southern border. You know, the uh, United States, uh, Mexico on the other side, uh, that place that uh, Mayorkas and Biden keep swearing up and down. It's closed and, and under control, and, and we're fully uh, able to make sure we know who is and isn't coming across that that, that border. It's not the only one that we're having issues with people illegally crossing, by the way, but it's the worst of the two. Now, again, I want to remind you, we, we've talked about, we it's been well documented for better than a year now, better than two years now, that a large number of the people coming across our southern border are not from Central America. We still have a large number coming from Guatemala, uh, a large number coming from Honduras, but a lot. In fact, a majority these days are coming from Africa and Asia in the Middle East. Kind of a long walk. Uh, These guys must be Ironman triathlon champions because, you know, naturally they're not finding an easy route of transit to get into Mexico and then cross our border, are they? They're not finding an easy mode of transit to get into Canada and then crossing our nother- northern border, are they? I mean, that's not possible. Clearly, these tens of thousands of Chinese nationals have swam their way. To, first to Japan and, and then to Guam and then to Hawaii. <coughs> right? <laughs> from Hawaii, they swam the rest of the way to Mexico because they're showing off at that point. And then, you know what? They didn't even swim to Mexico. They swam all the way down to Brazil, okay? And then they showed off the other part of the triathlon uh, capabilities by their march from Brazil through Central America on up to the United States, you know, starting down there in South America, making their way on up Because there's certainly no other way they could be getting here. Right? I'm going to say the numbers again. Tens of thousands of Chinese nationals. Now, some people are actually shocked by this trend. A trend that comes at a time when the U.S. is experiencing increased tension with the CCP. In just 11 months... 31,000 Chinese nationals were stopped by law enforcement, and this is coming from a report from CNN, meaning that that number is probably extremely low compared to what they know is happening, but they're still trying desperately not to paint an accurate picture because then even Democratic voters will have to say, what are you people doing? talking to the Biden administration, of course. Now, according to U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, uh, the data that they've made available, the U.S. would typically only see around 1,500 Chinese nationals in a given year over the previous decades. Now, again, I would point out that 1,500 a year of Chinese nationals coming across our southern border is still a high number, considering what it takes to get there, to cross into our border in the first place. That's why they only looked at the last decade. Because previous to that decade, uh, that number gets extremely smaller. Most of the Chinese nationals are reportedly claiming that they want to come to the U.S. to escape the oppressive communist regime. And you know what? There probably are some that that falls into. Notably, there was a News Nation report last month that captured footage of some Chinese nationals trying to get into the U.S., and overwhelmingly, those observed coming were single adult males. Now, there's a reason those of us in the conservative media keep pointing out that strange phenomenon, because the left keeps telling us we should be compassionate to these people families that are trying to escape persecution and and just trying to make a better life for themselves. And of course, AOC is out here telling us that, you know, the way to stop illegal migration is to just make all migration legal and then everything's fine. We'll just document them. But to have such a ridiculously high number of these people not being families, not being women or children, not being elderly, but being military aged men traveling alone, single, by themselves. It's still entirely possible that, yeah, maybe, maybe they're trying to escape some tyranny back home. But it's just as likely that they could be coming here with a different purpose in mind. Now, this situation, of course, has garnered the attention of some of the GOP presidential hopefuls. Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley. DeSantis actually took to X, formerly Twitter, just this last month. Granted, it's only the ninth, so... Uh, At the time of this show being recorded. So, you know, we're not too far into this month. And he pointed out the obvious. I guess sometimes that's what the left needs. They need us to point out the obvious because things that should be obvious often aren't to them. He said, quote, this is not normal. Our country is being invaded. Uh, Well, thanks, Ron. Uh, It's true. Ron DeSantis hits the nail on the head. Our country is being invaded. He continued, of course. He said, we cannot afford to take half measures or make excuses on this issue. We must stop the invasion, take the fight to the cartels, and finally build the border wall. As your commander-in-chief, I will get it done. Well, you know, good luck with that, Ron. Uh, First and foremost, you're still going to have to get the nomination, And then win a general election. Uh, Two extremely tall orders at this point. Not that I don't think you would be a great choice for the position, but it's going to be nearly impossible to beat Donald Trump if this election is allowed to carry on as elections should. Of course, we all know the left's doing everything they can to stop it. Uh, What could or could not happen if the Supreme Court Decides that, you know, we're going to come down on the in agreement with the left and we're going to pretend like Donald Trump's actually an insurrectionist and we're going to pretend like Section 3 of the 14th Amendment actually still constitutes something in the modern world and that it was never undone. And so, therefore, Donald Trump as an insurrectionist, despite the fact that he was never charged, let alone convicted of being an insurrectionist that his due process has been completely ignored to this point, and that we, as the highest court in the land, are going to continue to ignore the due process that should have occurred already. They do all that and decide to say, sorry, uh, the Donald, you're not eligible to run again. Well, I mean, you can run all you want to, but you're not eligible to hold the office. Uh, and, you know, I, I think legally the argument can still be made that even if the Supreme Court says you're not eligible to hold the office, there's nothing that would keep him from running, picking a great VP, and then them just having to install the VP, uh, his running mate, as the president, since presumably they would still be eligible. You know, as long as they're not an insurrectionist and all. That would be what I would Presume would be the thing to do. But ultimately, the GOP may decide to go a completely different route. If it comes down to they say that you can't hold the office, then they may just say that's it. Choose between Haley or DeSantis. And no disrespect to to Vivek, but that's pretty much where the GOP is at right now. A relatively tight race for second place, and Vivek seems to be kind of dropping back. He, He did really good for a while. He surged. I think he even held second place for a short time. But none of that's relevant to this. What's relevant here is the fact that China knows the easiest way into America is through our southern border. And clearly China would know that because... This is what Nikki Haley said when she went on X, formerly Twitter. (laughs) So if Nikki Haley knows, I guarantee you China knows too. So she's right on this. She also, in the same post, said to close the border, protect our homeland. And again, I probably sound a bit condescending when I say this, and I really don't mean any disrespect to Ron DeSantis or to Nikki Haley. I don't. I like both of them for what they've done and how they've done it. Uh, I definitely still think that Ron DeSantis would probably be a better president than Nikki Haley. Um, I still don't see either one of them winning it if the Supreme Court rules the way they should. Unfortunately, we live in a time where I have to say that. But Here's the thing. China has played a pretty big role in America's open border crisis as it is. Namely, by providing a lot of the supplies to make the fentanyl that's flowing over the border. Excuse me. Dr. Pablo Cardion Martinez, an author and assistant professor of politics and international relations at Northeastern University London, said last year, quote, from what we understand, a lot of the supplies and chemical supplies and sort of the raw materials that you need to create fentanyl, a lot of them come from China and they enter from China to Mexico. And then fentanyl is prepared in Mexico in clandestine labs, and then it's moved from Mexico to other parts of Latin America and to the United States, and that's more or less the supply chain as we understand it. Now again, Dr. Martinez has spent time looking into this. He knows what's being said, and We point out Dr. Martinez's comment because we live in an age where credentials mean more than experience, right? Except I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying if you're a lefty and you need some expert to tell you, Dr. Martinez, he qualifies as that. Now, Republicans, this past week, they made their intentions clear. And they're moving forward this week, presumably on Wednesday. So by the time some of you are hearing this, it will have already happened or you may be waiting for it to kick off. Remember, today's Tuesday time that we're recording this particular broadcast. But on Wednesday, they're going to officially start the hearings in an effort to impeach Secretary of the Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, Mayorkas, of course, being the guy who keeps swearing, Oh no, the border is closed. We have full operational control. And oh yeah, by the way, if you do impeach me, you're really not going to like the guy who comes next. Now that, that's actually a thing he threatened today, in case you hadn't heard. Lawmakers, of course, claim that Mayorkas is not enforcing federal law spoiler alert, the lawmakers are right on that. And as a result of not enforcing federal immigration law, he's violating his oath to uphold the Constitution. Numerous Republicans, including current Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, have said this is a willful dereliction of duty on the part of the Secretary. And while that's true, he is still serving the policy as laid out by Barack Hussein al Obama that is, of course, the exact same, except now on steroids uh, for the Biden administration. Johnson, of course, was on Face the Nation this past Sunday, and he said, quote, I believe Secretary Mayorkas is an abject failure. But it's not because of incompetence. I believe he has done this intentionally. I think these are intentional policy decisions that he's made. And I think there must be accountability for that. Now, I agree for a big chunk of that, except since this is intentional, he's actually been very successful, not an abject failure. And I also don't believe that these are policy decisions that he's made. He's just been the front guy to get to pretend to be in charge. We all know that this is policy that existed before Mayorkas even came into office. Speaker Johnson also said that, quote, Secretary Mayorkas is not a good faith negotiating partner. He's unwilling to enforce existing federal law. Why would we believe that he would do any new provisions? Basically, when you're asked, why isn't Congress doing anything to change it? It's like, okay, well, if we if we did pass new immigration laws, how is it that we could expect Mayorkas to enforce them? Anyway, back to the quote: He's lied to Congress repeatedly. He's lied to me personally. Now, that seems to me like they've got that pretty well covered. I doubt seriously that Mayorkas will be impeached. But I wholeheartedly agree with both the effort and the idea. Until we start seeing some level of accountability for all these folks for their willful ignoring of the Constitution, their willful ignoring of federal law, their willful ignoring of the God-given constitutionally protected rights ...that citizens of this nation have. Until they stop putting the American citizenry... ...on the back burner... ...and start prioritizing literally everyone else... ...in an effort to see... Cloward and Piven's greatest... ...philosophical thought experiment... ...play out in reality. Until they're held accountable... ...they will continue to do so. And they will not hesitate... To try to do all the things that the left accuses conservatives of doing and being. Until they silence or end every last one of us. The time for playing softball is over. They're playing hardball. We need to, fully armed within the constraints of the Constitution and the law, we need to play hardball too. With that being said, of course, I do need to remind you that they have not been playing hardball when it comes to criminals and potential terrorists. Kind of the crush of the whole tens of thousands of Chinese nationals, all young, single, of military age men. Uh, Yeah, you need to be aware, self-aware, be prepared, right? Right. So here's some great news. I finally got some word back, and as of this moment, our friends at Vanish Holsters have extended their holiday promotion. So the buy one at the discounted price by using backslash T-A-P-P when you uh, log on, you can still get a second one half off. So we're talking about... The Vanish holster that makes any semi automatic pistol virtually invisible. It comfortably carries two spare magazines. No matter what kind of pants, shorts, or even a skirt for the ladies, whatever you're wearing, doesn't matter. This past year alone, over 65,000 Americans have trusted Vanish holsters. To give them the most comfortable holster that they've ever owned. They're quickly becoming America's best-selling holster. And for good reason. The Vantage holster is the most comfortable holster that you will ever wear. And it works with any clothing imaginable. That's not even an issue. And it's because it's built. The built-in waistband simply goes around your torso like a belt. It doesn't need to hook or clip to your pants or a belt or a tactical belt. It's just designed practically and that design guarantees that you will not you know, you're not gonna be showing. It makes your gun virtually invisible. Other people aren't going to just be able to to look and see it. So again, we're talking about a really awesome deal where you can buy one of the ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount and then get a second one for half that already low discounted price. Perfect if you want one and want to give one as a gift. Also perfect if you just want to have one on backup. You're going to love the holster. I promise you that. I'll give you that guarantee. And it's because you can use it to carry almost any gun in absolute comfort. So comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing it. That's part of why they call it the banished holster, too. Nobody's going to see it, and you're going to forget about it. It's just that comfortable. Best of all, comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. Again, I'll point out, criminals, more emboldened than ever, threat of... Terrorism on American soil looming large. Don't make the mistake of being unarmed just because your holster's uncomfortable. Situation that I've been in. Uh, I've done it. Bought one I thought was going to be super awesome and said, oh, You know what? It can't really get that to work the way I want it to. And eventually started finding excuses not to carry. Don't be that guy. I'm trying not to be that guy. Just go to www.vnsh.com backslash, T-A-P-P, right now, that'll automatically activate that discount, and you'll still be able to take advantage of the extension of that flashout. I don't know how much longer they're going to be extending it, so take advantage of it if you haven't already. All right? Look, we're talking about your right to have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. So, again, that's www.vnsh com backslash t a p p. Hello, this is Stella Morabito, author of the Weaponization of Loneliness, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth.
2: The Bible tells us that when the wicked reign, the people mourn. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, I can say that with utmost clarity of mind, soul, and spirit, that the United States, for the most part, though not all, is unfortunately ruled by those who not only tend to lean toward more leftist, wicked ideologies, but are themselves the embodiment of evil and are financially and frantically seeking to literally destroy our beloved republic. They were shocked beyond belief how President Trump was able to quickly spearhead numerous positive developments both domestically and abroad in less than four years with a fraction of the support he should have received from the Republican Party. Far too many rhinos were more interested in playing footsies and plotting with Democrats to undermine Trump's America First policies. They declared Trump unfit to be president because he did not agree with the Democrat and Rhino agenda to make the United States of America unfit to carry on as the leading nation of the world. I believe we can and will overcome this current reign of wickedness. What say you? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com and Constitutional Grounds Coffee.
3: It has four custom moth levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60 day money back guarantee and 10 year warranty
1: go to mypillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936 that's mypillow.com with promo code TAPP
2: use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary mypillow queen size retails for 69.98 now only 19.98 that's right get a queen size mypillow for only 19.98 from all of us here at mypillow there's a constitutional grounds the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother richer healthier and less acetic coffee our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about because you want the best constitutional grounds is the coffee you want in your cup simply go to blueagecoffeecrafters.com and click on to the constitutional grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the re10 promo code and you will receive a 10 percent discount remember Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup.
3: When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons of PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com.
0: You say gun control is using both hands I've gotta be free.
4: The way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn UN Hey Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride t-shirt. They say I gotta wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense.
5: Yep, I hear you. I'm Andrew Kravchak, CEO of redballoon.work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew krabshet Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabshetz from RedBalloon.work. Check us out today.
1: This is Taya
5: Shoemaker from homeschoolreadyornot.com. And you're listening to Tim Tap, tap into the truth.
1: all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so very much for staying with us through that very brief break i want to remind everybody that you can uh, take a small moment of time and if you are going to visit my you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code tap or you can save yourself some time and just go to mypillow.com backslash t-a-p-p and then your promo code will automatically be loaded and you will start on a page where you get to see some of the current big deals. Uh, right now, we're looking at a holdover from the Christmas special, saving 40% on a MyPillow mattress. Uh, they've got some MyPillow toppers that are available. Uh, they've got the MyPillow sheets. Uh, these are some of the best sheets ever. Got a great price on that. Uh, you've also got the MyPillow 2.0s, the Queen size, the King size, uh the My Slippers. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy My Slippers. Um they've got a six-piece towel set that's available as well. You're looking at kitchen towels, you're looking at roll and go anywhere pillows. Uh, they've even got uh, My Coffee. Yeah. Now, obviously, constitutional grounds is going to be a little bit better deal for you. Or I would even recommend, if you'd like, uh, you know, in my own self interest, uh, I own a small equity stake in Blackout Coffee, which you have heard people like Dan Bongino talk very, very well of. But anyway, back to this you've got down comforters, you've got bathrobes, you've got. Uh, all kinds of really cool stuff at MyPillow, uh, pillowcases, dog beds, accent pillows, uh, it's just so much stuff. Uh, go see for yourself. So that's, again, MyPillow.com backslash T-A-P-P to see what the best thing's going on. Plus, you can still visit the rest of the site. You can shop it. But that promo code will be auto-loaded for you, so it keeps you from forgetting to use the T-A-P-P promo code. All right. Beyond that, I also need to remind you that we live in a time where the dollar is in danger. And if you've been thinking about gold as a hedge against inflation or as a way to try and help to diversify and protect your hard-earned wealth, then I've got a great phone number for you to call. Because the folks you should be calling are the people that I deal with. I'm talking about my gold company, uh, the folks that I purchase from. They are the premier conservative gold company, Harvard Gold Group. Look, they are five-star rated across the board by the Better Business Bureau, they make it easy to buy and easy to sell if you get to that point. They've got low price guarantees. They offer up to $15,000 in free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchases. Now, be worth making the phone call just to find out if you can uh, get those qualifying purchases and pick up that much free gold. But hey, all you have to do is call for their free investor's guide just to get started, just to find out. And they will tell you, if you're not in that position uh, to be invested in gold or silver, uh, they'll tell you. And and they'll point you in the right direction where to go. They're not going to just try to hard-press to make the sell. They want to make sure you have the information you need. So whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or you just want to have gold in hand, call Harvard Gold Group right now at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can give them a quick visit online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Just make sure that you use promo code TAP T-A-P-P. Or if you make the phone call and they ask how you heard about it, or if they forget to ask, you be sure to tell them. Uh, Yeah, I heard about you from TAP or Tapping to the Truth. T-A-P-P, baby. Uh, That's all you got to do, and that will qualify you for an additional $250 of promotional gold or silver on top of any other promotional things that you uh, qualified for. Again, that still does require a qualifying purchase, but, you know, it's still free stuff. So just be sure to let them know. Again, one more time, that's 844-977-GOLD, 844-977-4653, or harvardgoldgroup.com. So, there you have it. Easy peasy, right? Alright, so how much time do I have left in this first hour? Not much. Less than 10 minutes. Is that enough for this story? I think so. So, the World Health Organization a specialized agency of the United Nations, still regarded by some totally, completely out of touch individuals to be an authority on health matters. Well, they've established and they've assembled a task force in order to develop, and I quote, a guideline on the health of trans and gender diverse people that's that is literally a quote a guideline on the health of trans and gender diverse people Uh, not a lot of diversity when it comes to gender there are only two it doesn't matter how many pretend made-up ones Uh, all of our little leftist friends want to talk about Uh, what are they even up to now i at first it was 18, then it jumped to 53, then it jumped to like 171. I'm pretty sure by now they've made up somewhere well over a thousand. I don't know what the number is, but ultimately, there still is only two genders. They've just got to deal with it. Uh, So, gender diversity, what is it exactly that you're trying to say? All we know is that the World Health Organization is full of crap. Anyway, critics have, uh well, they've kind of spoken up about it. Uh, you could even say that uh, the HWO has been blasted <laughs> by uh conservatives like myself over this guideline development group, not only because it presumes at the outset that gender dysphoria must be entertained, and that genital mutilation qualifies as care, but also because of the fact that they have selected radical activists to be part of the group. One member in particular has prompted serious doubt over the value and the seriousness of Whatever recommendations the group might ultimately make, a French Canadian man who calls himself Florence Ashley and describes himself as a, I'm quoting here, trans feminine activist. Academic. And slut. Okay, that is his own definition for himself. This is how he describes himself. A trans-feminine activist, academic, and slut. I personally don't understand what it is exactly you're trying to accomplish when you throw in the slut part. Unless he just really wants to make sure people understand that he's honest about his inability to... Engage in sexual self-control. I don't don't know of any other reason to call yourself a slut. Anyway, the HWO, the who, it's gone back to receiving hundreds of millions of U.S. taxpayer dollars a year under President Joe Biden. They announced on December 18th of this past year that Ashley... Florence Ashley, the trans-feminine activist academic slut, (laughs) his words, not mine, (coughs) would be among the 21 appointees, predominantly transvestites and LGBT activists. Uh, Obviously, they're leaving the Qs and the plus off, just LGBT activists allowed, who are going to meet in February to work on the new guideline. The guideline that they are to work on will supposedly tackle the serious, very bad, horrible problems, an effort to tackle the provision of gender affirming care, including, of course, hormones, uh, health workers, education, and the training for the provision of gender-inclusive care, health policies that support gender-inclusive care, and legal recognition of self-determined gender identity. Ashley, the activist academic slut, uh, is an assistant professor at the University of Alberta, faculty of law in Canada. It's already made clear where he stands on the issues. The radical transvestite claimed back in 2019 in a paper that was published in Clinical Child Psychology and Psychiatry that, quote, unbounded social transition and ready access to puberty blockers ought to be treated as the default option. Support should be offered to parents who may have difficulty accepting their youth. Now that's just funny talk for make the parents go along. Support is re-education in this case. That literally the chemical castrations and surgical mutilations of these children should be the default setting. Uh, If we think at any point in time that the child might possibly be suffering from gender dysphoria, we're just going to go ahead and destroy the rest of their lives without even giving them a chance to come out of gender dysphoria on their own, which is what normally happens an overwhelming percentage of the time when left to, you know, finish puberty and grow up. That's a piece of information they don't even want you to know. It's a, it's a piece of information that by I sharing it to you, if I were still on YouTube, I'd be getting kicked off of it by now. I'll be banned, and a majority of leftists. <clears throat> excuse me. He claimed in an article for the leftist blog Truth Out that efforts to protect children from irreversible puberty blockers, genital mutilations, and LGBT propaganda are, quote, rooted in racism and white supremacy. Yeah, that I know that that's the, the auto-default for the left, but how does racism and white supremacy fall into trying to protect children from these irreversible destructive things you want to do to them i mean it doesn't matter what the color of the child is and as far as i can tell people that are against this idea tend to have different levels of various colors of their skin also so i don't i don't see it maybe going to the well one too many times guys Look, it's bad enough that the WHO seems to think that, you know, we're not paying attention to how much they were in the pocket of the Chinese Communist Party during the whole global reaction to COVID-19. But to now, once again, to, to, to attack children. because That's what this is. It is an attack on children. To do this in this fashion. It's unacceptable, guys. But this is the kind of people that they're putting on the boards that are going to sit around and determine what the United Nations recommendations around the world will be. He's not going to get much in the way of pushback. And like all the good little lefties from uh, Canada, uh, he's toting the line. You know, he's expressing the fact that we need to give gender affirming care. Well, then affirm their gender. Their gender is assigned at birth, not assigned by the doctor that takes a peek at the plumbing, but assigned by the DNA and the chromosomes that God gave them. Don't go anywhere. We'll start hour number two after this. You're listening to Tap into the Truth.
2: Of America.
1: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> All right, thank you for being here as we dive headlong into hour number two of Tap It to the Truth. Uh, as always, I greatly appreciate you being here. Time of the live broadcast happened to be January 9th, 2024. So if you're listening to the rebroadcast on any of the platforms that are part of the Vera networks, thank you so much uh, for uh, listening. And uh, if you're just checking out the podcast uh, again, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and listening. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, Please continue to support the companies that support the show. Uh, It, Means a lot to me, uh, and you guys have been doing a phenomenal job of it too. Although uh, our numbers on my pillow has kind of went down in the last couple of weeks, I'm presuming that has to do with you know uh, Christmas shopping fatigue. But uh, it's important uh, to remember that when it comes to my pillows, Mike Lindell is desperately trying to keep his company afloat because of attacks made against him. Because he stood with Donald John Trump uh, when it came to a certain stolen election. Uh, so, uh, you know, just kind of keep that in mind. Every time that you do something to support my pillow, uh, you are supporting a man who at least stood up and stood beside uh, Donald John Trump. So, if that matters to you, keep it in mind. And I would appreciate it if you did use MyPillow.com backslash T-A-P-P so that you can automatically use that uh, promo code, save yourself a little money while you're at it, see some great sales right off the bat. But uh, all that aside, I need to start off by asking you what are you going to do when things go sideways? What will you do? Are, Are you already prepared? Are you ready? Are you situated? If you are, great. I'm glad. And thank goodness that you are. Now, what about other people in your life that you care about? You have some family members that maybe need to be a little better prepared. Maybe they need to be in a situation where if the power goes out for a long time, they can still have electricity. Uh, Maybe if the food chain, uh, the the supply chain goes down for food, uh, they're going to be okay there as well. I mean, let's face it. Even those of us who are relatively well prepared, we all know somebody who isn't. And if we're being honest, we probably know that we still could be a little better prepared. going to invest in anything I always say invest in yourself first and after that invest on the things that you know you're going to need. Now there's no question that uh, when it comes to commodities uh, bullets will be of high value if things go bad for a long time but you also are going to need to be able to do things you're going to need electricity uh, I highly recommend you check out the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. Uh, if you're wondering how to check it out, you'll need to go to 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Uh, once you're on that page, which is a page set aside just for listeners of the show, you can see all the the discounts and deals for this week. And then you can shop the remainder of the website from there, and you will very easily come across the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. It's their currently biggest and uh, best solar-powered generator. Now, it doesn't require solar power to be operational, but if your electricity goes down and you don't have a gas generator or you eventually run out of gas, then that solar option starts coming in really handy, guys. I still get some flack sometimes from folks going on, the sun doesn't always shine. Well, no, and it doesn't require straight daylight. It'll just take a little longer to charge if if it's cloudy or overcast. Night doesn't work so good, but that's why you charge it during the day. Uh, lots of advantages, though, and to pretend like uh, we're just going to focus on the negatives means that uh, either A, you haven't really thought about the circumstance... Or B, you're probably trying to sell people a gas power generator and don't like the idea of folks being prepared a little bit better. Uh, my favorite thing from them, though, I, I've got a, a little uh, Patriot sidekick. Uh, it's the, the small version. Uh, it, it operates great. I love it. I use it more than I should for things that I you should use it for. But I don't wait for emergencies. <laughs> been using it i keep it charged up i use it to charge my phone almost <laughs> almost exclusively now just because i like using it. it it's great and and i have one of the older ones so if you get one of the newer ones that have the, the new digital stuff that's going to be major cool too but the big thing that i'm really encouraging folks to get on that i'm still needing to build up myself one of their best-selling survival food kits. I mean, They've got tremendous kits available. They have 24-hour kits. They have the 72-hour kits. They've got the three-month kits. And they've got the year kit. And, of course, you're going to pay some money if you get a year's worth of uh, supplies. But you're going to have a year's worth of supplies. And these things are great. They taste awesome. They're designed to last up to 25 years in storage. And you can always eat them well before that time frame. That's been the problem I've had. It could last 25 years. I can't keep it in the house for 20 days. Uh, <laughs> my my girls keep getting into it. It's like, ladies, please stop. This is for emergencies. Uh, power flashed for a second. It felt like an emergency to me, Dad. No, that is not an emergency. Uh, the, they have a big thing about the mac and cheese. Uh, they were always big mac and cheese fans. The My Patriot mac and cheese portion, just phenomenal. And Doug uh, keeps going on and on about some of the dessert stuff uh, when we've been talking together. So you guys just need to check it out. Because what's really cool is if you haven't already gotten like a, a Patriot power generator, um, the power goes out. And you're starting to get hungry, you're still good. Boil some water. You can do it over a fire. You simmer. You serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal. You'll stay safe in the crisis. It's phenomenal stuff. And I already mentioned For Patriots. We, we've got a special paid setup for listeners to the show. That's fourpatriots.com backslash TAPP. You get to see this week's discounts and deals. You need to hurry and do it because the deals won't last long. Save more. Get peace of mind. Go to the number four, four fourpatriots.com, backslash T-A-P-P. All right. So, I saw this story, and to be honest, it kind of aggravated me a little bit. But it kind of made me smile because... It's been a while since I've been able to really talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Granted, we mentioned her in passing quite a bit uh, here recently, but only in so much as she's been uh, toting the line along with fellow squad members, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, mostly Rashida Tlaib recently, because, of course, Rashida... Michigan representative Democratic Party district uh, comes from uh, an area that's predominantly folks that think of themselves as being Palestinian. Since the events of October 7th of last year, where Hamas committed atrocious, inhumane acts of terrorism, she has, of course, been her usual pro-terrorist, anti-American self. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has mostly been a supportive cheerleader. But now she's finally getting out and and taking center stage again herself, uh, getting talking points from the Justice Democrats and taking her marching orders because something very important is about to happen at the Supreme Court they're going to take a serious look at whether or not Section 3 of the 14th Amendment does indeed mean that when Donald John Trump, a.k.a. Orange Man Who's Bad, a.k.a. Kicker of Puppies, a.k.a. Eater of Babies, a.k.a. Climate Arsonist, whether or not that guy can actually be on the ballot. Uh, And like I pointed out back in the first hour, I think he could actually be on a ballot. The question is, can he legally hold the office of president? See, there's this problem, though, when it comes to the Democrats' view of the Supreme Court. They're all about it when they have a bunch of left-leaning activist judges, or at least the majority of them happen to be. And right now, that's not the current makeup of the court. So they don't like that idea. In fact, they kind of hate that idea. And so one of the things they want to do is try to, at the very least, force a split decision. In that case, it means they'll have to revert back to the lower court's decisions. So in places like Colorado and in Maine, the decisions to remove Trump from the ballot would be forced to stand. So how do you get a split decision? Well, you get one of the justices. To recuse themselves. And the Democrats, of course, realized that the current most conservative justice on the court is, of course, Justice Clarence Thomas. You know, the one guy who had the courage to write when they finally threw abortion back to the states, that the court should also revisit things like same-sex marriage, other obvious state rights issues, other obvious federal overreach due to the nature of the arguments where there's no constitutional authority for the federal government to be involved in. Yeah, that guy. They don't want Clarence Thomas being part of this decision. You see, they don't like Clarence Thomas for being the most conservative of the current slate of Supreme Court justices, but they also don't like the fact that Clarence's wife happened to be a big Donald Trump supporter and was heavily involved with trying to help get people at Trump's rally on January 6th. You know, the rally where Donald Trump said, I know you're very soon going to march over to the Capitol where you will peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard, uh, which in the mind of the Democrats equals insurrection. But because she has very publicly uh, Clarence Thomas's wife, very publicly said things in regards to stop the steal and uh, let's back Trump and, and that kind of thing. They want to try and play it off like she's part of the problem. She's part of the big lie. She is an insurrectionist. And therefore, how can Justice Clarence Thomas be trusted in a case like this, when his very wife has been poisoning his mind at home. At least that's the kind of smear that Alexandria Castillo cortez was spouting on CNN just recently. You see, just last week, the Supreme Court agreed to hear Trump's appeal of the Colorado Supreme Court ruling that he's Constitutionally disqualified for the presidency. If Thomas rules in the case, according to Ocasio Cortez, that would be a scandal. Um, not seeing that myself, but you know, Ocasio Cortez, Alexandria, if you know her personally, she's far wiser on this than I, so clearly she wouldn't be wrong about this. Surely, if she thinks that this would be a scandal, then it must be a scandal, right? Maybe maybe we'll get a better idea of what the scandal part is if we look a little deeper at what she said. Uh, Back to quoting Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Quote, I think it's very clear Clarence Thomas and, rather, his wife, Jenny, Jeannie, participated in the events of January 6th. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly which events you're referring to, because not all the events of January 6th should be considered part of the problem. And the problem was there was a bit of riotous behavior at the Capitol building, not an insurrection. Of course, you know, we went over this before, and I know I'm not the only person that keeps going over it either. But nothing that occurred at the Capitol building that day even remotely comes close to meeting the definition of the word insurrection insurrection. Nothing, even remotely. Was there a riot? Yes. Am I trying to downplay what happened? No. Is everyone that was involved with it being treated fairly? Definitely not. In fact, the next story after the break, it's really going to kind of emphasize on that, but this is about the Democrats and how Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been sent out to smear a Supreme Court justice in an effort to force him to recuse himself so at the very least they can have a 4-4 split. But chances are, if this was to be decided the way it should be, you're not going to get a 4-4 split. You're not going to end up with a 5-4 split here. You should easily be getting 6-3. And I would like to think there'd be still enough integrity among the more liberal justices on the court that you could get something closer to 7-2, maybe even 8-1. I certainly wouldn't expect a unanimous. Now, completely looking at just the merit of the case, a unanimous decision is what we should get, but I'm not going to pretend like Ketanji Brown Jackson is going to ignore her vitriolic hatred of Donald Trump. So unanimous is out of the picture. Uh, would would the other leftist judges also just abandon their hatred of Donald Trump in lieu of actually honoring the law? I, I'm kind of looking at Elena Kagan, and I'm wondering. Now, uh, In Elena Kagan may actually be one of the lefties that if the left actually on the merit of the law, the way they vote, she is probably the most likely of the lefties to actually side with Trump in this argument. Uh, if for no other reason, then she does seem to still believe in the idea of due process, which has been denied by the Colorado Supreme Court in this instance. But, I think the most disappointing fact is that while she was on CNN and making this comment, she was talking to Anderson Cooper. She said that I think it's very clear Clarence Thomas and rather his wife participated in the events of January 6th. What evidence is there that Clarence Thomas participated in anything related to January 6th? Uh, His wife? uh, Possibly. But she wasn't actually at the Capitol. She wasn't actually engaged in any of the violence. None of that occurred. She clearly is involved with stop the steal activity. She was very vocal about that. And she has every right to be. And as far as I can tell, Clarence Thomas simply said, my wife feels passionately about this. I don't have that luxury. You know, doing the actual Supreme Court justice thing. So no evidence at all about what Ocasio-Cortez said. And did Anderson Cooper respond to that in a fashion that would at least question the picture that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was trying to paint here? No. No, he did not. I know, you're so shocked, right? Anyway, back to quoting... Alexandria (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez, quote, And now what is likely going before the Supreme Court is a judgment as to whether an event that his wife participated in, that his wife has been investigated by in the January 6th committee and qualifies as an insurrection, And Clarence Thomas's decision on that one way or another, and overall, the court's decision on that would directly implicate his wife. Except that it wouldn't, because, again, you don't have to be a legal scholar, which I know, Alexandria, you're not. (laughs) That much has been made obvious over the years. You're clearly not a legal scholar. All you need is a basic fundamental understanding of what the word insurrection means. All you need is a basic fundamental understanding of the fact that there has never once ever in history been an insurrection that didn't involve weapons. Some of you lefties are still trying to refer to the insurrection of January 6th as a coup attempt. I'm sorry, I don't recall Donald Trump activating the military to forcibly take any of the Republicans that were in charge at the time that certified the election results that still oversaw the peaceful transfer of power after things were slowed down for a bit due to the riots. It was a riot, so a lot of questions about who was responsible for said riots, but it was a riot, not an insurrection, and definitely not a coup. So you shouldn't need the Supreme Court to come down and decide if it was an insurrection or not. Uh, Spoiler, it wasn't. So now you think that it's going to directly implicate his wife. Now I get what you're trying to say. Oh, in fact, she comes out and says it. She says, so this is just one of the most classic textbook conflicts of interest. And it would, frankly, be a scandal if he did not recuse himself. But frankly, again, how is it a scandal? It would be a scandal if he didn't recuse himself. And if for some reason, his wife was actually going to benefit from it not being deemed an insurrection, or be harmed if it is deemed an insurrection. Because she didn't actively take part in the actions that took place at the Capitol itself. Nor did Donald Trump. So even if you get the Supreme Court, and a narrow 5-4, uh, Chief Justice Kennedy losing his mind again and siding with the lefties, To say this was an insurrection. You still don't have people that were charged. Donald Trump again. Peacefully and patriotically make your voice heard. That's what he said at the rally. The worst case scenario is you have him offering up a bad piece of legal theory. When they thought that Mike Pence could just ignore the certified results that came from the states and thereby certify the results of counting the certified result from the states. Now, you can argue all day long. In fact, I have that several of the swing states' election results that were certified by those states were illegitimate. And the reason I've argued that most of them were illegitimate was because of the changes they made to their voting law, in violation of their state constitutions. You can't just change the law and ignore your constitution. Your constitution trumps whatever changes to the laws you made. So that alone should be enough to invalidate, therefore keeping the state from certifying the results from those elections because they weren't legal. Now, I will die on that hill. If that's a hill, if that's an argument you want to have. Well, it doesn't matter. They certified it. Okay, well, at that point, it still doesn't make it right. There should have been legal challenges. And the Trump team should have done a better job in those legal challenges, quite honestly. His legal teams definitely let him down in those uh, instances. What's funny is now... Nearly four years later, there's more legal scholars that are coming out and they're pointing out the flaws and how the legal challenges should have been laid out now that it's too late for it to matter. But the general consensus is, yeah, a lot of these certified results at the state levels should have been invalidated. That still doesn't mean in a swing state like Michigan or Wisconsin that the result would have been any different. And they're still beyond what happened with changes in voting laws. What occurred in Georgia, well, it's a little sus at best. But again, CNN and, of course, the host, Mr. Cooper, he didn't push back on any of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's misleading claims. Not one. First, Jenny Thomas did not participate in January 6th. A reference in the American political vernacular to the riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th of 2021, she did, on the other hand, attend a pro-Trump rally that took place outside the Capitol Hours before the violence broke out. That's not participating in the riot. That's just being pro-Trump. Second, Jenny Thomas has not been charged with insurrection, or actually any crime for that matter, and not just because her husband happens to be a Supreme Court justice. Because if the left could go get her, They would. They certainly went after plenty of other people in ways that don't make any sense. If she had committed any wrongdoing related to January 6th, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez suggested, then the Justice Department certainly would have prosecuted her as the DOJ is aggressively prosecuting anyone who broke a law on Capitol Hill that day, including recently making arrests for people who just happened to be present at the Capitol, but never went in the building. Now, under the guise that they too participated, because they were just there, outside, never went in. Never went in. And here we are. On the anniversary of January 6th, of course, we're a few days past that now, they arrested three more people who they discovered were present outside of the Capitol building when the stuff broke loose. Third, the Supreme Court is not going to decide whether January 6th was an insurrection. I I wish they would go ahead and lay it out and say, okay, this is the actual legal definition. We're not deciding this. We're reminding everyone for the benefit of those of you who seem to be under the misconception of what constitutes an insurrection. I would love it if they would do that. But what they're actually going to be deciding is the question that is before the court. And that question, according to Trump's petition is, quote, did the Colorado Supreme Court err in ordering President Trump's excluded from the 2024 presidential primary ballot, meaning that this, unless they broaden it a bit more in their decision, which this court is not likely to do it, still isn't even going to answer the question as to whether or not he should be excluded from the general election ballot. So we're going to be back in court, more, most likely. Now, I, I really would hope that they'll go ahead and answer the bigger question, because surely they have to understand the importance here, which would be part of why they're fast tracking this the way that they are. But it still seems like the kind of slimy, uh, squishy Chief Justice Kennedy kind of move to only answer the very question that's directly in front of us and and moving past that. Despite what Alexandria, Acasio, Cortez, would have you believe, the truth is pretty simple. There is no evidence of the, quote, textbook conflicts of interest that Acasio Cortez claims exist. No evidence at all Nada. None. It doesn't matter. It doesn't keep her from going out and telling the story. Instead, however, Democrats are engaging in an intimidation campaign in an effort to force Thomas to recuse himself based on the political views of his wife, a standard to which they hold no other leader. And if Thomas doesn't comply... Democrats will argue that the court has been delegitimized, causing Americans to doubt the objectivity of the court, especially as it relates to novel cases involving Donald John Trump. Again, setting the stage for negative, terrible, very bad things in an age where Division continues to run rampant. Alright, so uh, here's the deal. Right now, Vanish Holsters, they're doing an awesome deal. They've extended it. It was their holiday special. I don't know how much longer they're going to extend it. Uh, I'm still looking to get an answer to that question. I'll let you know as soon as they tell me. But as of the time I'm recording this i visited the website myself, and it's right there on the headline, the header of the page where you land. They've extended it. So, that awesome deal is still in place. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discounted price you get that discount price automatically activated by going to www.vnsh.com backslash tapp now if you don't do the backslash tapp you don't get that discount automatically activated for you so you got that so go to backslash tapp get that automatic activation of the discount And right now, for as long as they extend the special deal, you can get a second Vanish holster at half price, that already low discounted price. So it's buy one, get one, half off. That's a pretty good deal no matter where you're at. It's perfect if you want to own the world's most comfortable holster and possibly give one to a friend or a family member that, you know, probably needs one too. Now, I promise you, you're going to love the Vanish holster more than any other holster you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry most any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable that you'll forget you're wearing it. And it's practically invisible the way it form fits to your body. That's the two reasons why they call it the Vanish holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt, and it lets you carry in multiple positions, and it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. And despite all that, that's still not even the best part. I mean, in my mind, that's the best part, because this next part doesn't apply to me, and I'm thinking it probably isn't going to apply at least to most of you. But the best part is that it does come with a money-back guarantee. They're so confident that if you don't love it as much as I'm pretty sure you will, well, then you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. Now, again, this was initially a holiday deal. They are expanding it, so it's, it's probably going to expire pretty soon. Let's be real. You know what's going on out there. Criminals are more emboldened than ever. The threat of terrorism on American soils looming larger than it has in decades. Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Please don't. Go to www.vnsh.com T-A-P-P. Go right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
3: Hi, this is Tim Rivers I'm from American Gulag Chronicles, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tapping into the Truth.
2: Make America Great Again, known as MAGA, is a noble cause. But unless we the people make excellence great again, our republic's best days will only remain a fond memory. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Face from Your Average Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, it was a time in our republic when Americans took pride in a job well done. No matter what the job, career, or entrepreneurial venture, excellence of results was expected and demanded. Excellence was taught from Christian pulpits and Jewish synagogues, from the biblical chapters in Proverbs. Parents taught their children to seek to be excellent in all they do, whether it was schoolwork, household chores, etc. So long as the principle of excellence, along with high moral standards, were passed down to each succeeding generation, America was great, because through excellence, along with high moral standards, our republic maintained her one-time position as the envy of the world and one nation under God. So yes, America can be great again, but only if we the people are willing to work to re-establish the standard of excellence. Let us make excellence great again, and then America will truly be great again. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com.
3: It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty
1: go to mypillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936 that's mypillow.com with promo code TAPP
2: use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary my pillow queen size retails for 69.98 now only 19.98 that's right get a queen size my pillow for only 19.98 from all of us here at my pillow there is a Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to CoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup.
3: Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com.
0: You say gun control is using both hands I've got to be free the way God made men
2: I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. Hey, Jared,
4: what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing. And, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job
5: where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense.
4: Yep, yeah, I hear you.
5: I'm Andrew Krabstead, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on RedBalloon. And if you're an employer looking for hard-working, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabstead. Wait. No, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschets from RedBalloon.work. Check us out today. Thunder, thunder. This is
1: Kathy Barnett, the National Grassroots Director for the Vivate 2024 Presidential Campaign, and you're listening to Tap and Tap
2: into the
0: Truth.
1: All righty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with me through that break. I'm just listening to a little bit of the thunder. Don't know where things are going to end up falling with the fake, but always great talking with Kathy. And I'll definitely be getting uh, Miss Barnett back on at least one more time sometime in the next little bit. Before we get back uh, to the uh, last primary story of the day, I do need to remind you about the best way to diversify, uh, to hedge against inflation, to hedge against the threats of the digital dollar, and that's to have some physical gold and silver. And you know whether you've been thinking about getting involved with that diversification, or maybe you just. Don't quite understand how physical gold can help to diversify and protect your wealth. Either way, you can call my gold company, the folks that I buy gold from, the premier gold company, the premier conservative gold company. Important to do business with companies that have like values. I'm talking about Harvard Gold Group, of course. Uh, they of course have five star ratings across the board from the better business bureau. They make it easy to buy easy to sell. They've got a low price guarantee. They've got free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchases up to $15,000 in some cases, a little bit more. If you use promo code tap T A P P. Uh, $250 more, uh, all you have to do is call to find out what that level, uh, qualifies you for that, uh, qualified purchase. It certainly would be worth the call just to find that out, I would think. Uh, certainly worthwhile. But whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or you just want to have gold in hand, which actually is pretty daggum cool, uh, just give Harvard Gold Group a call right now at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844 977 four six five three, or you can visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Just be sure to use promo code TAP, T A P P, or mention TAP or TAP into the truth, or even just Tap. I'm pretty sure they'll know who you're talking about. Uh, when you make that call and they ask you how you heard about them, uh, because that's again how you qualify for that additional $250 promotional uh, gold and silver on top of any other promotional stuff that uh, you may be uh, qualifying for. It's, it's don't turn down free gold and silver. Is all I'm saying. So be sure to let them know where you heard from, and that of course use that promo code tap t a p p tap into the truth. That's where you heard about them, and they really are the premier conservative gold company. Uh, well well worth your time all right so uh, again thank you so much for being with us we've got a few minutes left want to remind everyone uh, that we're just getting started in 2024 but there's still a lot of things going on from the entirety of the biden presidency that needs to be dealt with Now, we spent a lot of time talking about January 6th, which it makes sense. It's January 9th today. And, of course, that's been the centerpiece of Biden's two major campaign speeches he's given so far. January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Oh, no, Trump is Hitler, and half of the country are a bunch of Nazis that just want to come and bring back white supremacy, even though there's a fair number of people of color that are uh, in and amongst the Trump supporters. Uh, Somehow they're just not colored enough, evidently. Well, a name that's been thrown around for quite a while when it comes to the accusations of... FBI informants and FBI plants helping to instigate and possibly entrap the more riotous behaviors of the January 6th Capitol riot perpetrators. The name is Ray Epps. Now, if you watch Tucker Carlson or if you've been reading other alternative media outlets that tend to lean slightly more conservative. You've been hearing a lot about Ray Epps, especially at the time of. But for all intents and purposes, especially for those of you who may not have been paying particularly close attention, he's a bit of a mysterious January 6th figure that uh, some people have theorized, perhaps even went so far as folding a brand new tinfoil hat just for the moment. They've theorized Ray Epps as being a federal informant. Well, he's been sentenced now. Uh, you'll recall one of the big reasons why there was so much theorizing, conspiracy theory crafting, if you will, uh, involving Ray Epps, was the fact that he was seen on video doing a lot of instigation And yet they weren't going to charge him at all. In fact, the Justice Department didn't charge Ray Epps with anything until after the expose on Tucker's show. (laughs) Is that a coincidence that all of a sudden millions of people saw that this one guy has just been ignored? when he was clearly there, clearly on video, multiple videos, plenty of evidence of his presence and his activities, where he was clearly encouraging riotous behavior, while the FBI and the Justice Department were literally tracking down people all the way in Alaska, who just happened to be in D.C. that day, and still wanted to charge them with stuff. Uh, Were you at one of the rallies. Uh, Well, actually, we had hoped to, but our flight was at a time that didn't really work, so we we had to catch our flight, so no, we weren't really there. You had hoped to be at the Trump rally. You're an insurrectionist. You're going to jail. It doesn't matter that you were already halfway back to Alaska before the first person actually arrived at the Capitol building on January 6th. It doesn't matter. But Ray Epps... Well, there's no reason to charge him. So then they finally do charge him because they realized that was a bit too transparent. It clearly looked as if something was amiss. Well, now he's been sentenced to a year of probation. Hmm. <laughs> Ray Epps has been sentenced to a year of probation for his participation in the January 6th, 2021, capital breach, evading the six-month sentence that was suggested by prosecutors. So the prosecutors were saying, well, six months in jail probably is enough. He gets a year of probation instead. And again, I'll remind you that there are some folks in their 60s and 70s that are looking at 10, 15, and 20-year sentences for merely having walked through the Capitol after the riotous folks had already made their way through, and the police were just standing back and letting people come through. Now, Epps, to be fair, he's an older guy, too. He's 62 years old, a former Oath Keeper member. He was ordered to pay $500 in restitution and serve 100 hours of community service in addition to the probation. So 100 hours of community service would being an informant for the FBI count as part of your community service. I, I'm just asking for Fred. Uh, I'm not attempting to infer anything out of the ordinary. You know, Five hundred dollars in restitution. We well, you know he actually did kind of mess with a sign. Uh, other people who move signs around actually were charged with assault, even if they didn't actually do anything more than move the sign. But these people were charged with vandalism and assault as a result of it. Uh, He just had to pay a $500 fine, which, you know, again, do FBI informants get paid? And if so, depending on the nature of what's being paid, is $500 a common amount? I am just saying, we didn't, be an unusual transaction to to see a direct deposit from the u s treasury department to his banking account uh roughly in the size of five hundred dollars you know just before he wrote a check to the court to cover where he's been ordered to pay rest I, I, just a, a question Strangely, strange thing in my mind I, I know it sounds oddly specific but it really just a random question popped in my mind. A year of probation after everything they've done to these other people. Do they think that this has actually closed the conversation about what role Ray Epps actually played that day? Given the vitriol in which they've attacked American citizens who were merely present at a point in time when they felt history was being made. Because remember now, they just arrested three more people who were present outside of the Capitol and never entered the building. You're going to be charging them with multi-year sentences should they be convicted. Should others not get elected and then pardon uh, these people. Now, back in September, Ray Epps from Arizona pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds as part of a deal with the Justice Department prosecutors. The government recommended the quote, high end of the applicable guidelines range of six months of incarceration, perhaps, as well as one year of supervised release and $500 in restitution. Now, far be it for me to pretend as if it's possible that that recommendation might have been made with the knowledge... That it wasn't going to be instituted in the first place. Maybe my tinfoil hat's on a little too tight. Maybe I should loosen it up a bit. But... I gotta wonder... I mean, it was argued... By attorneys that Epp should only be given probation, saying, quote, this 62 year old man has displayed remorse, accepted responsibility, and taken on the brand of a convicted criminal that shames and embarrasses him and his family and will stain him for the rest of his life. This is from one of his lawyers said that in the sentencing memo, by the way. Notably, Epps was a central figure in the Capitol breach from early on. He's seen in multiple video clips, as I've already mentioned, from January 6th and the day before, trying to whip up other Trump supporters to go into the Capitol the next day. You guys remember the video where they start yelling at him? They start chanting Fed, fed, fed. Epps is on film saying, I'll say it. We need to go into the Capitol. (coughs) How does somebody that says this, clearly with, with enough evidence to conclusively get the conviction, how does this guy... Get a year of probation when we have grandma over here that's facing 15 years. I mean, we've got the head of the Proud Boys getting a 22-year sentence when he wasn't even in the Capitol on the 6th. Oh, but you see, he planned it and blah, blah, blah. This guy was trying to get people to go in. And the Trump supporters were smart enough to know that that's not a smart move. At least four different times on video, Epps repeats his call to action to go into the Capitol. And then later texts his nephew that he orchestrated the riot. Quote, I was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Uh, Literally a text that he sent to his nephew, also entered into evidence. Epps was initially on the FBI's wanted list for the January sixth stuff, but then he was suddenly dropped. Once the FBI realized who he was, they're like, "Oh no, no, no! Let's, let's take him off the list." And you wonder why there is conspiracy theories that he might be protected by the feds. I mean, it was much later in September when he struck a deal with the DOJ, because he didn't need a deal before that. They just looked the other way. And now the DOJ was pressured into pursuing this, because clearly Tucker Carlson managed to strike a nerve. I mean, other people had been talking about it and pointed it out before then, but nobody with the same audience and reach that Tucker had. And then other people started picking it up who also had a bigger reach. And the questions became impossible to ignore at that point. So they had no choice. They were shamed into charging him. Only here's the result. A year of probation and a $500 restitution fine that most likely is going to end up being paid by the FBI. Which translates into by you and me, guys, the the American taxpayer. Because, again, they don't have any dollars of their own. Just what's allocated to them out of the big pool that they collect from us every freaking year. We're paying for Ray Epps to get probation. We're paying for Ray Epps not to spend a second in jail. Meanwhile... There are people that are going to, to rot the biggest part of their remaining lives unless some of these sentences are commuted or flat out uh, pardoned. And in some cases for nothing more than standing outside of the building while others behave badly. It's definitely still something stinks in Denmark. All right, that's going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for being here, as always. And remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you'd really like to tap into the truth. We'll be back Friday with a lineup of great guests, so don't miss the Friday Night Live show, guys. I'm out. This is Sim Tapp. The ever so humble and mostly peaceful host of Tapping to the Truth.
0: My people of this country and we're under attack. They banned us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up on your gun.
3: Evil is powerless if the good are unafraid.